It's time to focus on your financial goals and master the game of sustainable wealth creation. We're sharing tips on all things money in Let's Get This Money. I'm Kalila Reynolds and it's time for another episode of Let's Get This Money. Thanks to our sponsor, IQ Optical, the intelligent choice. Some days on the stock market can be a pretty wild ride with prices surging or crashing. But to make sure the roller coaster don't dash away, some stock markets, including the Jamaica Stock Exchange, have a circuit breaker. So a good way to think about how a circuit breaker works in trading is to think about how they work in our homes for electrical circuits. When things get overloaded, then the breaker kicks in and shuts the circuit down to give things time to cool off. And that's exactly how it works in trading as well. There are times when investors might hear some market news that may affect a company's performance, so they quickly rush to buy or sell shares, which then leads to rapid fluctuations in the share price. Stock exchanges try to prevent this by establishing trade limits for securities and indices. Once trades begin to fall outside of those limits, then the circuit breaker is triggered. You know, exactly like any other type of trigger. So a circuit breaker in trading is an emergency use regulatory measure that temporarily halts trading once prices start to move outside of that predefined range. On the Jamaica Stock Exchange, the JSC, the circuit breaker is implemented once stock prices go higher or lower than 15% of the previous day's close price. For example, in October 2021, Sibony stock gained 29% in a single day, which triggered the JSC's circuit breaker, so nobody was able to trade Sibony stock for a while. The circuit breaker can stop trading anywhere from 30 minutes to the whole day to allow accurate information to flow among market makers and for institutional traders to assess their positions and make rational decisions. That's the concept anyway. So some stock exchanges institute the circuit breaker rule on individual stocks while others apply it to the entire index. In the United States, regulators have three levels of a circuit breaker which are set to stop trading when the S&P 500 index drops by 7%, 13%, and 20%. Now, since the start of this pandemic, stock exchanges across the world have been triggering circuit breakers quite a lot. We all remember how uncertain things were in the beginning and tons of investors started panic selling stock, especially in companies that they believed would be severely impacted by COVID-19 restrictions. And these rapid sell-offs would have caused stock prices to tank and the exchanges would have paused and in some cases stopped trading for the day to give investors time to react to various bits of news. Now, things have settled down since then and investors are relatively confident in the market again. But circuit breakers are still being activated because like we said, in the same way that the circuit breaker is triggered when prices fall below a certain limit, it's also activated when prices rise above the upper limit. In the same way investors panic sold shares in companies they believe would be most severely impacted by the, the pandemic, they also manic bought shares in companies they believed would do well. And that's where the circuit breaker comes in, providing a cooling off period. 
So circuit breakers are also commonly used during initial public offerings, IPOs. The first time a company offers its shares to the market can go either way. It can go really well or not so well. Now, despite its use in trying to prevent markets from crashing and allowing investors time to think and make calculated decisions, not everyone is a fan of the use of circuit breakers. Some analysts believe that circuit breakers are disruptive and they keep the market artificially volatile because they cause orders to build at the limit level and decrease liquidity. Others argue that if the market were allowed to move freely without any halts, they would settle into a more consistent balance. That's it for this episode of Let's Get This Money. Thanks to our sponsor, IQ Optical, the intelligent choice. Let's Get This Money with Khalil Reynolds on Cool 97FM. If you missed this program or you just want to hear it again, go to cool97fm.com and click on podcasts. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Cool 97 TV on YouTube for more cool content.